0: Ah, I see. Interesting. Okay. Oh, welcome back. I was just reading some civil procedure so we could talk a little bit more about this really interesting order that just came out on the 24th between two very interesting companies in transportation, one being DAT, the other being Convoy. But Let's set the record straight. I like both of these companies. We're going to break down the motion and the order so you understand a little bit more about what's going on. But to be fair, it's right there. Let's balance it out a little bit. Here we go. We can all win, right? You can all understand this litigation. And I love both Convoy and DAT. Let's get to it. So this is about breach contract. That's the first part that we understand in this case. So here's the background. DAT, also used to be known as dial-a-truck, is a place where you find capacity to move freight from place to place. And Convoy itself is a digital freight brokerage. They have connections with folks that are shippers, and they have connections with folks that are drivers. And so what ends up happening is you have a deal that gets struck between two really cool companies, Convoy and DAT. Now, the contract that Convoy enters into is really fascinating. In the contract between Convoy and DAT, Convoy agrees to use DAT as their exclusive provider of a load board. So a load board, for those of you who don't know what a load board is, it's a place where loads live. If you want to be a truck driver and you're looking for freight to move, you can go to a load board and sometimes you find really good lanes or good money. And so you accept the load. Brokers use both sides of what a load board does. They will put freight that they need to move one place and they might come and say, oh, I have a carrier that I know that can do that. So this is a way of freight matching. Convoy is a little bit different. Convoy says, look, we can make technology. We don't need this ancient, archaic dial-a-truck system, but we do need your capacity to start off with. So here's how it goes. The contract is exclusive between DAT and Convoy. And in uh, consideration of this exclusivity, Convoy gets a discount. So instead of paying $52,500 a month for DAT access, Convoy pays $47,500, $5,000 discount per month to have exclusive use of this beautiful load board. But in the contract, convoys uh, limited. They can do certain things and they can't do other things. And the thing that they can't do is make a competing load board. They're not allowed. There's a contract provision that says don't make a competing load board. Well, allegedly, Our buddies at Convoy say, well, eh, we can do that. We can we can make that. And so the litigation starts and we're going to jump right into the, the the document here. Right. So this is it. This is this is beautiful pleadings. But for you all to understand how this comes to this moment, we have to talk a little bit about civil procedure. And I love civil procedure, and I hope you end up loving civil procedure by the end of this. So this is how it works. You want to sue somebody. You draft a complaint. The complaint is then served, the process is served, on the person you're trying to sue. The person who is sued gets to make some decisions now. They can answer the complaint, which is the next legal proceeding that takes place, or they can say, "Uh, we don't think this is a very good claim. We're going to motion make a motion, make an ask of the court to dismiss these other things that we don't think we should have to answer. If the motion to dismiss is successful, the claim, the count you're going after gets dismissed. Maybe you can come back and try and redo it, make whatever defects were identified and try to fix it. Or you just say, I don't care. I'm going to not stick with that claim. I'll do other claims instead. So that is the pathway of how these things work. You file a complaint. The other side either motions to dismiss or they answer the complaint. Sometimes they may answer the complaint and then provide a counterclaim, a new lawsuit against the person who sued you. So you say, "Ah, I'm going to sue you. Okay, I'm going to sue you right back. This is how this scaffolding happens. If the counterclaim takes place, the other side, this case would be a DAT, they can answer the counterclaim or they can motion to dismiss and say, I don't care. I don't want to do that. I want to do something different. So here's what's happened so far in this case. DAT comes raging in with a six part complaint against Convoy saying convoy misappropriated things broke a contract and we'll get into some of the other things that they they talk about convoy says well all right we'll answer one of these charges and the other ones other counts we're going to motion to dismiss we're going to say get rid of them get rid of them we don't like them so the counterclaim goes out to dat and what convoy is arguing among other things is this is anti-competitive you put contractual provisions in here that are absolutely Unacceptable. And look, I love that I have some incredible people in the comments. I'll just put their names up here. We're going to put this into a podcast later on. But Jory Myers, I love Jory, Grace Sharkey. Of course, we love Grace Sharkey. And yes, Grace, we're trying to represent both sides. And of course, the Honorable Rosemary Aquilina. Oh, Judge Aquilina, it's so good to know you're in the audience today. So here's what happens back to the pleadings. The counterclaim goes out saying you. DAT have 64% of your given market share. It is impossible to compete with you. You are anti competitive. And they plead out these counterclaims. And DAT tries to motion to dismiss. This has all taken place last year. Last year, nothing has happened in the court public records until last week. And last week, we get an order. And oh, It's interesting. So we're back at the pleadings. This is the stage we are in. There has been a complaint. DAT filed a lawsuit against Convoy. Convoy responds to one count, the breach of contract count, and then motions to dismiss the other ones. They also have this counterclaim, arguing all sorts of things. We'll go to each of these claims in a moment. And then DAT motions to dismiss the counterclaim pieces. And now we get into what this thing is all about, because what happens after this, the pleading stage, once we get to answers and replies and all of this, then we get to discovery and discovery is where money goes for a long, long time. Discovery is interrogatories, questions that you must answer, requests to produce documents you must give me or Requests to admit. Tell me yes or no to these questions. And that's written discovery. The next part of discovery gets into depositions. And that is, again, really, really interesting. So back to this complaint. Here at a nutshell are the things that DAT alleged in their suit against Convoy. Number one, Misappropriation of trade secrets in violation of the Defend Trade Secrets Act. Number two, misappropriation of trade secrets in violation of Delaware's Universal Uniform Trade Secrets Act. Number three, breach of contract. Number four, unjust enrichment. Number five, unfair competition. And number six, tortious interference with prospective business opportunities. Here is what happens on each of those counts. Remember, this is all based on a contract between DAT and Convoy. So when this suit was first filed, Convoy answered the breach of contract claim and motioned to dismiss all of them, the rest of these claims. And here's where we're going to scroll down to exactly what happens. We go down to page seven. There's a lot of stuff. There's a ton of background here that we just kind of walked through of how these two got to work together, what it is that they're trying to accomplish. Here's that non-compete as a load board. We'll read this out loud for you who are watching uh, or listening. Non-compete as a load board. Quote, customer, convoy, represents and warrants that its use of DAT's products, A, is solely for customers' commercial purposes related to its movement of freight, during the term, customer may not create a load board wherein they aggregate other brokers' loads with the intent of competing with DAT. Now, remember, I don't like non-competition agreements when it relates to businesses and individuals. For businesses to business, I'm a lot more flexible. I think these are really smart companies that know what they're doing. Uh, but we'll continue on to get to the next phase here. Again, we're talking at the very bottom of page seven. We get to find out exactly what happens, and it's right here. At the end of the day, the first two claims that Convoy, uh, the DAT brought against Convoy, unjust enrichment, it does not. Standalone of the breach of contract. The breach of contract claim is the actual claim. These other things, these other alternative types of actions, you must bring these in litigation. We throw the kitchen sink at it. You have one chance to plead your case. And so sometimes you plead claims that are really strong. And sometimes you plead claims that aren't that strong. So what ends up happening in this instance is these breach of contract claims are dismissed. They failed to sufficiently plead them. So remember, what is happening here is the court looks at the complaint and they say, I will assume everything here is 100% accurate. Is this enough for us to proceed with uh, an answer? And here's the real, the real deal, man. Convoy motion is granted for DAT's misappropriation of trade secrets. For counts one and two. So again, the first two counts dismissed. DAT may replead them. Uh, that is what with leave to amend. So you had your first shot. The court says, I ah, don't buy it. Try again. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. The next part is the unjust enrichment claim. They say it is preempted by Delaware UTSA. And that makes that claim go bye-bye. Finally, DAT's unfair competition and tortious interference claims, these are the last five and six of those claims, they are duplicative of DAT's breach of contract claim. So they brought six claims, six claims, and only one survives. Now they can replead these ones: the unfair competition, the tortious interference. Um, you have to prove you've interfered with somebody, folks. Like if you say you're going to do tortious interference as a claim, you kind of have to say here's the person that they interfered with. So DAT takes its swing and it gets smacked. Now remember, Convoy answered the breach of contract claim because this, at the end of the day, is really a breach of contract. Now. There's a ton of discussion as to why this is the outcome, but what I want everyone to understand again, um, this is about you understanding how civil procedure works. Like we are using convoy and DAT to help you understand civil procedure when a lawsuit is filed, you have a time duration to answer or motion to dismiss it. That's the pathway. If you answer it, then you begin the process of litigation and moving on to discovery. So it is always in your interest generally to say, hey, hold on a second. Is that really a claim after you have this motion practice? That's what we kind of call it in the biz, motion practice. What claims survive? So as of right now in this litigation, DAT is one claim. One claim is what they are resting their hat on for now. They can certainly move to amend. They can certainly change what they've said and try to make it fit what is required under the law. We'll see. Now, what did Convoy though? See, Convoy was really aggressive in their counterclaim. They came out guns of blazing and saying, Look, this contract we entered into was really, really one sided. We can't compete with you. You have 64% of the market share. You clearly are a monopoly, and we don't think it's fair. Now, I'm a little bit hesitant to believe some of the claims that Convoy put forward. For example, they were really big on the $5,000 $5,000 discount. They said it was price a pricing issue that was not fair for them. Again, it wasn't that they got penalized for using other load boards, which is what Convoy eventually did, but it was because they were no longer exclusive. They didn't get the price discount. That way of characterization for me, disingenuous. Didn't believe it, didn't feel really comfortable there same to a degree with these anti-competition claims. Now, we're going to get to those right now. Let me just go through the document and figure out what page we are on. I believe it's page. Where are we at? We're going to find it. We're going to find exactly where we need to be for this. Towards the end, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm-hmm. We'll pull it back up on the screen. Let's find it together. So this is the discussion of these particular counts against convoy. And convoy motion dismissed gets them dismissed. Now we need to get to the really interesting part, which has to do with the counterclaim done by convoy against DAT. So this is a massive discussion of all these different things we've talked about, the unjust enrichment claims being dismissed, all of this stuff. Now, when we talk about what convoy is alleging they've gone a couple different paths and in their discussion of what it is that they're doing and we're going to keep going down here okay the illegal these are convoys counterclaims we're going to go through each of them one by one so the first one is illegal co- contracts and restraint of trade in violation of 15 usc section one the sherman act the first thing that they plead DAT motion to dismiss. Unfortunately, folks, for the folks over at DAT, they have pled this correctly. The plaintiff, which is going to be convoy, must allege that there is a contract that unreasonably restrains trade that affects interstate or foreign commerce. That is correct. There. Oh, page 17. Thank you for the folks who are helping me out here. Um, Look. What ends up happening in this thing is DAT is now trying, it's on its it's its heels. It is trying to understand exactly what happens when they are counterclaimed against. In this case, every single one of Convoy's counterclaims have met the burden of pleading. That is to say, they are not dismissed. This is absolutely fascinating. And here's, let me find this. Give me a moment because there's a spot that I, I really, really like here that I want to dig into. Now, one of the things that we talked about in the actual uh, pleadings in the motions before this order came out was how hard is it to make a load board, right? So convoy says, look, this is impossible to to enter this market, to be a a load board of any sort because of how powerful the monopoly is of DAT. And they cite this 64% of the actual applicable loads going through that platform and This is interesting because Convoy spun around in less than a year and made a competing product to DAT. And there are so many other products out there. You have greenscreens.ai, you have 123 load board, you have truck stop. There are so many things here. And this is what makes a lot of this so fascinating to me. So at the end of the day, what ends up happening is that All of the counterclaims Convoy has put forward against D.A.T. for all these anti-competition things, they have pled these things correctly. It does not mean that D.A.T. has done any of these things. All this means is that somebody, the court itself, has looked at the pleadings and said, this is enough to get to the next stage. So you've got to be very careful. There's a lot of media talking about how damaging or transformative this litigation is, especially with this particular order. This has done nothing, folks. This has done nothing other than get us to the next phase of pleadings, which is you have counterclaims that you now must answer. So let us get into these things. And again, I'm, I'm going back and forth. It's, it's very fun to go through these things. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so the next the next claim that we have in this litigation besides the the unfair competitions monopolization monopolization in violation of 15 usc subsection 2 this one is part again of the sherman act this is down in page 31 we're getting down further and further in this case and again the pleadings are enough what convoy has pled is enough to get to the next Claim to the next phase of this litigation. Now, attempted monopolization, this is counterclaim three. So there's monopolization and there's an attempted monopolization. Again, you plead the specific things that are in front of you. So at the very, very end, we're going to jump down to page 39 of this and then we'll start answering some of your questions for the folks that are in the chat. Very, very bottom of page 39. Here's where we're at with. The conclusion: Convoy's motion dismiss for the trade secrets and the misappropriation; those are granted. Unfair counterclaim, torts interference; they are dismissed. Leave to amend. DAT's claims have to be tried again, but Convoy with all of their claims, and here are the claims: the claims for state law with under four, five, and six; those are denied for DAT they are going to allow these claims to continue. So here's what makes this thing so fascinating. What we have are two very sophisticated organizations. One is a load board. One is the usurper, the new technology, the new one on the street, and they are embroiled in litigation. I can't even imagine how expensive this thing is going to be. But look, when you go to the different you know, subreddits and different channels where people talk about load boards, very few people are talking about how DAT is a monopoly. They're often talking about the compliance aspect. What do you do when you have these challenges, when you can't find a double broker, you're having losing freight? But this case is going to be really, really impactful over the next few months. What we'll have are the answers to the complaint and the counterclaim. And that will be something all of us are interested in has DAT used its position as uh, the main place of doing load boards in this country? Are they in such a great position that no one else can enter the business? Hard to say, but we do have the counterclaim in place and it has been decided by the judge. They are not going anywhere. Look, this is easily one of the most interesting cases I've ever had a chance to review. It's really fascinating to see how civil procedure is moving forward, and we're learning so much about these two organizations. Without further ado, let's see if there's any uh, interesting questions in the chat. Hopefully, I've answered many of these things so far. Let's see. uh, Any questions? We got, all right, great question. It'd be a shift of their culture approach if they had decades, uh, but they've never been in the type of battle. As far back as I can recollect, it's a wild card. Look. I, I I fundamentally agree with what Trey's talking about. This is transformational. I think, you know, again, I'm not giving legal advice to either side here. Uh, I'm not representing anybody in this case. I think DAT is going to win that breach of contract claim. That's why Convoy came back and answered it so quickly. Uh, they didn't seek to dismiss it. They said, yeah, yeah, we might have done that. Let's let's litigate that piece. Convoy through the kitchen sink. All of this anti-competition anti-comp- Sherman Antitrust Act about how powerful DAT is, how they use contracts to prevent other people from competing with them, but... The minute you walk away from that contract with DAT, you can do anything you want to do. You can go out and make whatever thing you want to make. They can't prevent you from making things after you stop working with them. And this is the part that makes it so fascinating. We are in the motion stage. We are in the pleading stage. Nothing has been decided. Nothing is real yet. All that we have is documents that we take at face value. And that face value is what we then say could survive to being answered or to be dismissed convoy in this stage is winning now dat has to step back and answer all of these claims that have to do with anti competition and i think it'll be something worth following it might be a few weeks or a few months before we see anything but we will have to dig in and figure out exactly where things go but that's it that is the the review of this really interesting order what we're talking about again freight board, digital freight brokerage, finding ways to collaborate or potentially find ways to destroy each other. Litigation is not the best way to resolve disputes. Never has been, probably never will be, but that is the brakes. So as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope this was helpful to you. Again, I want you to understand this. Nothing has happened yet. These are claims that are taken at face value and understood by the court whether or not they've been pled. They've been expressly said what they're supposed to, the boxes are supposed to check, to check. And if they don't check the boxes, they have leave to redo them. I don't know what DAT will come back with on things like the unjust enrichment or things of like unfair competition uh, that they've been having to deal with on the DAT side. As always, thank you for tuning in. I hope, again, this was helpful, and have a great rest of your day. Take care. And I hit the end broadcast button.